friends. Welcome to another edition of the Worldwide Chels Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Uncle Jesters, the dirtiest old man in the fan base. How are you, Jared? Uh, I'm, I'm extra dirty today. Hey. That's hey. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got, we got to really see who is uh, top quality and who is pretender today. Oh, man. Lots of, lots of, lots of revealing things that happened today in the Premier League. A lot of pretenders exposed. A lot of fraud ball. Shout out Matt Ball, the fraud. Uh, yeah, dude. Wild weekend of football. An enjoyable weekend of football for sure. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, we're here to talk about Luton versus Chelsea. Um, to me, and a very important game for a variety of different reasons. You know, most importantly that our striker got on the call sheet and that our manager praised the hell out of him, which is just nice to see. I love it when good players are recognized for their good work. Um, but, you know, first and foremost, what did you think about the setup? You know, everybody's bitching about 3-5-2 and, oh, we were sold a bill of goods. Supposed to be a 4-3-3, supposed to be a back four, which eventually it became. But, I mean, what, what, do you, what do you think about the setup, Jared? Well, I, I think it's um, he's, he doesn't have the personnel that he wants to play his style in a 4-2-3-1. So you have to adjust. And uh, the first few games, we didn't have Caicedo, so the midfield wasn't secure enough in his mind to play a back four. So he played a hybrid back four which we've played now for three games. We played two, we only had two attackers on the pitch at most. And that was Sterling and Jackson. Uh That's because we had one one fit winger on the bench in Madueke, who's a first teamer. And we called up Morea, who is a, he was playing for the under 21s to be on the bench because Mudrick was not fit. This is an injury thing. Uh, we played more midfielders because that's what we had the most of. Yeah, and we I, have a lot of them for sure. Yeah, and and look, if you can score three goals with only have two attackers on the pitch, fair play, right? Sure. That's more goals than attackers. <laughs> you know, simple math there. That's a net positive. It's a good one. Like to, it's a good one. With the deal with nets. Um, <laughs> a lot of net. But, the, you know, for me, it is going to be a gradual process to get where we want to go. It's not going to be, oh, we're going to, again, this is not FIFA. You don't get to buy players and have them automatically have chemistry with everybody around you. Uh-huh. They have to build that. Uh, oh, are you saying that chemistry is a hard thing? And that if everybody could do it, they would? Well, yeah. And the, the one <laughs> yeah. good thing about doing a rebuild over four or five years is they have time to build chemistry together. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the one advantage of doing it that way. We built, rebuilt our team in one year. And... This summer, a bunch of new pieces, more than we thought were going to come in, came in. We were talking about three or four, and we've changed over almost the whole roster. So 
let them come together let them find chemistry and once they do once all the injuries get done with with james coming back and kunku coming back um and uh you know chukameka coming back in yeah. with the additions uh look there's gonna be another attacking addition i don't know who it's gonna be there's there's rumors that it's gonna be Cherokee. if it's Cherokee, that's fine i've got no issues with that well can i push back on this one um because sure. you know there's that we have some outgoings we have some ingoings um i think that andre santos going out on loan I think he's going to Forest. Uh, I think that that signal, yeah, he's going to Forest. That signals that I think Leslie is going to stay. Hugo Chukwe, I think his name is, last name is. So, and he's good. He's a good player, for sure. Uh, I think that he's going to stay. He's gotten time in in, in consecutive games. Um, So, that means that the the manager made that decision. You know, to, you know. To, I think, the detriment of certain fans like you and myself who like Andre Santos, but I get it. I get it. I'm sure that there was a conversation that was had with him where it's like, hey, man, you know, Romeo Lavia hasn't even played yet. He's obviously going to play, and I'm sure that you still want him to get time. So maybe it's this is a, bu- a business decision to get him developed into the Premier League, and then Andre will be back in a year, maybe two. Okay, got it. Got it. Um, and I'll tell you that obviously Lavia coming in, uh, uh, he's not fit yet. I don't know what the hell he did all summer, but <laughs> Mauricio's like, yeah, he's not fit at all. But with the ACM position, the attacking midfield position, Turkey <sighs> is like 20 years old. And not only that, he's small, he's slow, uh, he's kind of lazy. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know if this is this is a type of player that we want to buy because he is not a play now player on a team that has aspirations. Like I don't, Jared. I do not see him just stepping into this team. This would be another project player, and I think that everybody in this fan base is a little frustrated that this team is young. Because it is young, I don't know if it's the youngest team in the Premier League. It is, but it's certainly the it's certainly the youngest team that wants to be top four in the Premier League. I mean, buying a guy like Ryan Cherky, he's not going to be there for two, three years. And I'm I'm saying to myself, fuck. I mean, Kudus just signed for West Ham. Michael Olise, I guess he snubbed us. What's the end game here? Who's the player? For me, the player is Ansu Fati from Barcelona. That is the player that I would buy. He's a forward. He could play multiple different positions, which is what Pochettino wants. But Ansu Fati for me is the player. It is certainly not Ryan Cherokee. Well, I, I, I look, I'm not the biggest fan of Turkey either. That's the only name I've heard. Or, right. And it's not even solid. I have not heard... The name of the person coming in. I, I'm guessing there's going to be at least one, maybe two attacking players coming in. Who they are, I couldn't tell you. You know, I know we have David Washington. He's 18. Yeah, it's just an, <laughs> it's another project player. To, he's supposed to be going to Strasbourg. Oh, you mean the club that just had their fans 
protest yeah. Luco buying them. As an aside, shut the fuck up. You yeah. ungrateful French weirdos. You smelly baggage eating motherfuckers. I mean, my God. Your women have hairy armpits. Isn't that weird enough? You got to go and do this shit? Protest yeah. a team that is trying to save your club? Not yeah. just save it, but make it become a top four club, a Champions League club. You yeah. ungrateful jabronis. Yeah, they didn't think they could pull uh, Patrick Vieira on their own. Ah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Go eat your crepes and sit in the corner and shut up. Ungrateful. You, you, you surrendered in World War II and now this? Good Lord. Useless. Yeah. Useless country. Oh, all right. Anyways. Um, ugh, wow. Wow. Um, all right. Back, back to Chelsea. Yeah, so... Cherokee, who's French? Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's just, it's not for me. I mean, who, who would be your ideal player to, to come in? For me, it's Fati, Spanish guy, really good. Man, there's not an ideal one in my head. Yeah. I mean, I really don't have one that gets, stands out and goes boom, 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 by me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I see the, I see, you know, Vlahovic with promise. I see Ke even Chiesa with promise. Yeah. I don't oh. think we're either you're going for either of those. Because um, Chiesa's looked pretty good since he's playing this full-time this year. For sure. Um, and we all know he has talent. It was just the injury. And if he's recovered from the injury... He's thought, but there's not that one person out there going, hey, come by me. I don't see him. I, you know, I think all the all the options at the 10 um, are kind of uh, kind of gone. Yeah. Now I can see. Yeah, I mean, the kudos thing. I am surprised. I am surprised that he went to West Ham. Uh, I know that they have the rice money. They do not have uh, the Pakata money. Looks like he's staying. In fact, <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be playing, to be honest with you. Um, so it's an interesting one, but West Ham, I mean, they don't have more pull than us. So this was probably our decision, if I'm looking at this with uh, open eyes. Yeah. I would say that. If we really wanted him, we would have bought him. We don't really lose out on targets very often. So, yeah, I mean, just ask Liverpool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it just seems like this was our decision to pull out. And uh, it means that we're looking at another player. We have a plan. I just don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, um, which is fine. Uh, I don't really want people to know our business anyway. I like when we move in silence. So, that's okay. But... You know, back to the game, um, who were some of the players for you that stood out? Uh, because for me, 
the obvious being Sterling. So I don't, I don't really need to talk about him. He's just he looks great and he looks fit. He had a horrible summer. Everybody thought that this was going to be a really bad year for him. Not quite, not quite at all. Uh, but for me, and I tweeted about this on Friday, the most important player that we have bought is Malo Gusto. Because last year, whenever our best player, Reese James, would go down, it was like the sky was falling. It's like Chelsea does not operate without this player because he's so good and so influential. Then you'd have to have shallow butt cheeks or ass pee. You know, I mean, it, it was a disaster. But now, it's not. In fact, I didn't even think about Reese James once during the game. Not at all. Because Malo Gusto, young guy, young French guy, French French players, he is great. And uh, he's reliable. He's a really good defender. He's good going forward. Obviously, he's got a great final ball. He had a great performance, Jared. That, to me, is a player that really, really stood out. And a player that has brought so much reassurance to a position that is equal parts vulnerable and uh, I guess I want to say um, just I have this trepidation there. You know, we're always so insecure at that position whenever Reese goes down. Even when Reese is playing, I'm always like, fuck, is he going to get injured? It's just not it's just not the case anymore because Gusto is so good. And uh, that's the player that really stood out for me. I was very, very pleased with his performance. I'm sure he was very pleased with his performance. Yeah, I can't, I can't say anything bad about Gusto's performance. Actually, I think everybody played quite well. Yeah. Uh, I need to address one player that seems to continue to get stick, and I, and I think I have a so why I know why, and that's uh, Ben Chilwell. Oh my God! This why does this fan base hate this player? I don't get it. Uh, well, I do. Ian Matson. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, the guy could should have had a goal and an assist in this game, which means he was in the position to have a goal and an assist, which means he didn't play bad. He had, he, he made a bad decision on the shot. He, should, he passed it instead, instead of hitting it with his right foot and scoring. Yeah. He made a beautiful pass to Connor Gallagher, who, 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 who fluffed it. For, for It should have been a goal. How do you? How can you have a bad game if you're in those positions? The hard part is getting in those positions. The easy That's part the hard, is scoring. Right. He did the hard part, not the easy part. Yeah, he knows that. Every, dude, everybody knows it. Raheem Sterling gave him shit right after the game. Like they know. He knows he should have scored. And guess what? Next time he will. Like it. It really is confounding to me how much. This fan base is so disingenuous about their criticism of certain players. Because yeah. what is behind it is that they like the academy guys. Yep. That is what is always behind these arguments. They're phony arguments. They're lying. It is all about, oh, I don't like this player because this player starts over a Chelsea Academy product. Yeah. That is it. That is the whole Genesis and motivation behind why people don't like Ben Chilwell, who was our fucking captain right now. Right. And guess what? Is not going anywhere. He will be at Chelsea for four more years. He's very important to this team. And you guys, oh, Ben Chilwell sucks. Ben Chilwell sucks. I see right through it. You see right through it. It's a bullshit argument. It is a straw man 
and I, I'm not here for it, bro. Yeah, I, 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 again, for me, Ben Chilwell is one of the best left backs in the world. Yeah. Um, look, if everybody says, well, he's not the best, it's, uh, it's AC Milan's uh, left back. What's his name? Teo. Yeah, Teo Hernandez. Yeah. Um, he doesn't play defense either. I don't know how many of them watched AC Milan, but dude don't play defense. They have to score a ton of goals because they don't play defense. <laughs> um, you know, that's the new modern uh, backs, fullbacks, is they don't play yeah. a whole lot of defense. They're more offensively gifted than defensively gifted. It's that's Colwell. <laughs> so uh, I, I just I don't get the hate this guy gets. He's He's very integral into the team and how we play. I, just let it go, people. Ian Massey yeah. will get his time, especially if Kukurea goes on loan to United. Here we go. Here we go. So, this is the other thing. <laughs> because every time I hear that disingenuous argument where it's like, oh, I don't like this player because he's starting over an academy player, it makes me want the academy player to be sold. Or now, that hurt. is my, or uh, not, not hurt. But that, that's my own thing. That's my own little character flaw, if you will, as a fan. Right. And Ian Matson has been my target for a while. Ian Matson has been an argument maker for a while. And uh, that war that I have with him and all of his people that love him for weird reasons, I think I lost the war. I think I lost to Jared. I think I'm not saying I was wrong. I'm saying Chelsea is wrong. But I did lose the war because I think he's going to stay, and I think Marco Gray is going to go to Man United. Yeah, I, and that's fine. If that's if that's Poch's decision, I hold my hands up. That's his decision. I think it's because he can play multiple positions, and he really wants to thin out the bench. Yeah, I, I you know, he really does want to do that. And I don't think people understand that he wants to have a, a short rotation in the bench. I think there'll be most of the. I can see Ogachoko still going on loan toward the end of the winter. The loan, uh, because again, you know, we're playing one game a week. You have Kaiseido, you have you have uh, uh, Enzo, who play ninety minutes most games, all game long. You've got Lavia there. You mm-hmm. got. You've got Chukameka, who's coming back from injury in six weeks, who can play <laughs> deeper as well as the 10-roll. Yeah, good player. Good player. Yeah, we, me and you are both there with Chukameka. People, people oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Down, down him, but uh, he's a good player. He's a good player. Reminds me of Pogba. Um, yeah, there's a lot there. Hey, there's a lot there. Yeah, yeah, I like that comparison. Nice. So, for me, all nice. you do is – you let you you let uh, the kid uh, Leslie Ukutuka go to Strasbourg by the end of the window. You're gonna have Lavia. You're gonna have Chukameka. You're eventually gonna get Nkunku back. If you bring another guy in, he's gonna be there for the ACM role. Um, and uh, if 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 Broa does okay coming back, do you really even need a striker? Because the only strikers worth having for me are Vlahovic. Um, Benzema. Oh, oh, yeah. 
or, you know, Osherman, and you're not putting that kind of money out. No, we, we can't. I mean, no, I don't think anybody can afford him right now. We've already – everybody spent all their money, you know? like Yeah, and, and it's just – well, look, Connor could still go to West Ham. Um hoping it and, and that's 40 that'll probably be about 45 million pounds okay so we do ha- we would have money to buy peace but are you i mean the team has already talked about not being so secure uh sure about vlahovic being the guy um they're not sure well i mean we're not gonna pay 150 million for oceanman mm-hmm. so who is it so is it better to you know to keep the powder dry then to, to go buy somebody that's not going to do anything for you, and then you have to go, turn around and get rid of them. And so it's the thing we've done before. Yeah. And so for me, if there's not a clear guy that you have to have, keep your powder dry and, and just live with what you have now because you have incredible talent in the midfield with Lavia, Caicedo, and Enzo. Oh. I mean, come on. That's that's just a nasty midfield of young talent. It's probably the best in the country. I mean, well, I, yeah. I, for for young talent, like I know that uh, I just watched Man City. Rodri, <laughs> best midfielder in the world. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, Man City's got a really good midfield, but I don't, man. I think ours rivals that one for sure. Well, with KDB out, and I, I think it does. Yeah, because they've got Rodri. And Kovacic, and who else starts in the midfield? Uh, you know, Silva, um, uh, and then the Argentinian kid uh, plays se- sort of second striker. Yeah, I um, mean, they, it's kind of a weird formation, but for me, you know, fine. Rodri, you can say, yeah, that, but I'd have the Enzo over Kovacic. Uh, now I would, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kovacic, for me, he he's not going to give you what Kevin De Bruyne gave you in the country. He's not a creator. Yes, he will get the odd goal and the odd assist, but that's not what he does. Oh, Julian Alvarez attacking the... the yeah, Julian Alvarez. Yeah, the yep. Argentinian kid. But he's not he's not a natural midfielder. They play no, he's a there, forward. Play, he's a forward. They play Silva there, and they're they're both really wingers. Or attacking midfielders. It's just, again, you can make the argument and not sound stupid. That's all I'm saying. You well, l- l- this, listen to this stat. This is, a, this is a doozy. Enzo Fernandez has registered 48 progressive passes in three matches. <laughs> the next closest in the Premier League is Estupian with 20 one yeah, 48 48 in three games that is some vertical shit that is yeah. i mean that is just outstanding i was re-watching I mean, the, the goals back yeah. uh during on the highlights uh channel here on on youtube and uh it's amazing we turn the ball over and we, we everybody's vertical we're going forward. There's no side-to-side bullshit. It's turnover and go. And um, first of all, Enzo's pass to Sterling. Come on. The juggle, oh the volley. I thought that we, he, he mishit that ball. I thought he 
you know, because he just looped a kind of a lazy ball. Yeah. I was like, oh, he mishit that. What is he doing? And it came to Sterling and boom, assist. Oh I'm like, God. oh, okay. Jared, he is so good. Yeah. Oh my God, he is so good. I. Wow. And then <laughs> the entire game. What do I? What am I singing in my head? All we really need is Casero. All we really need is Casero. The fucking jingle. The Casero jingle. Bro, I'm loving the midfield. I can't wait for Romeo to come in. I mean, it, they they did it so right, Jared. They did it so right this time, and I, it's it's extraordinary, actually, what they've done. Now, I mean, money talks, obviously, and if you have it, you can you can solve problems. But man, they just they just did it right. They got the right players, and I'm thrilled. I mean, every time Enzo gets the ball, it's like, oh, here we go, <laughs> here we go. And so, no, nah, I'm very thrilled for him. I'm happy. Caicedo, I thought was pretty good. Uh, he'll he'll get into it. He'll grow into it. But yeah, I mean, when you have guys like that, it it changes games. It changes teams. You know, I mean, it, Enzo just just pulling the shit out of his ass all the time. It's it's a thrill to watch. I'm sure. It's, I mean, like guys like Jackson, dude. They already are on their heels. As soon as Enzo gets the ball, they're like, oh, here we go, here we go, here comes the ball, because they know it's coming. And, um, yeah, I mean, I just – his second season at Chelsea, he's he's going to – he I could see him getting into team of the season for Premier League for sure. Oh, yeah, I think it's uh, – this is the worst we're going to look all year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and we wouldn't look this bad if Nkunku was fit, because all the stuff we saw this summer – was in Kunku in the team. Yeah. So, you know, the Premier League got a uh, a break from what we're going to be when Christopher and Kunku comes back in this team. And <laughs> um, y'all better uh, check your policy, your life insurance policies, because we're going to dead some people. <laughs> um, it's just not going to be fun for, for other people. Uh, uh, you, put, you put Christo in front of... Uh, Enzo and Caicedo. Woo! No, come on now. He don't need to play. He, you just stay up top there with Jackson. You don't even have to come back <laughs> on defense. <laughs> yeah. And dear. then you have you have Mudrick on the other side with speed and Sterling. The way he's playing right now. I mean, hey, I, fair play. I, I've always been down on Sterling because he's he hasn't shown, you know, what we thought he was, and now he is. If he continues to play like this. I have no problem with Raheem Sterling. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's his job, Jared. Right. It's his job. Okay, he's paid three hundred and twenty thousand pounds a week. That's like three hundred and sixty thousand dollars a week. All right, it's all it may even be more than that. That's a lot of money. Okay, he's the highest paid player on this team. The expectations for him are naturally high. Because right. they're supposed to be. Okay, he's been one of the most productive players on the flank in the Premier League for the last decade. He's a very good player. And the fact that he played like shit, and admittedly so, played like shit. It, we're, we were right to be like, what the fuck is this guy doing? But he's been electrifying lately. I mean, that, that game against West Ham, I mean... He abused Emerson, former Chelsea Emerson. 
Like, and then to uh, on Friday, just another awesome, awesome performance. So it's like, Doug, it's okay for these fans to have expectations of you. It means you're a good player. But we are expecting you to play like this. Right. That's it. That's the point. It's, it's, it's what happens when you're a good player. There are expectations. You're, uh, absolutely. And Nick Jackson, hats off. He got his goal. He's yeah. always great to watch. I love watching Nick Jackson I play. I love him. I love him. Oh. Yeah. He, uh, he's our number one. There is no, there is no need to think about going to get a number one. This, this cat has got it. Yeah, dude. He's yeah. got a great attitude. I went, I did my Mishu minutes on Lewis's stream on yesterday, on Saturday. And I was just like, guys, I love Nick Jackson. <laughs> he is awesome. And the reason I like him is because he's so unique. Um, as soon as he gets the ball, and if if defenders are stupid enough to let him turn, he is going to dribble right at the center back with incredible speed and control under such a high tempo movement. And the center backs are like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Strikers don't normally do this shit." Like, and yet here he is going right at the center back, and this guy is immediately running backwards. And it's it's it's. Very interesting to watch because he doesn't, he, he dribbles like a wing in the middle of the field in a transition play right at the center back. It is very different. It's a different approach to the position. And oh, yeah. because of it, it's, I'm sure it's very difficult to defend. Yeah. And he's, he's hard to bring down. You think you got a hold of me? He's like the, uh, reached up deaf guy on uh, family guy. Uh- <laughs> Son of a gun, you son of a they, gun. They can't get their they can't they can't get their hands on it. If he gets the ball, he holds it up. He not only holds it up, he turns and goes at them, and they try to grab him and bump him yeah. off the ball. And he's deceptively strong. Yeah. And I don't think people understand that he is deceptively strong. So it's a total surprise. It's a it's yeah. a it's a welcome surprise, but he is a total surprise. Like yeah, I don't, absolutely. I I mean, it, it Pochettino after the game is like, he's going to be one of the best strikers in the world. Just watch, just watch. He's the, like he he literally said this, and I'm like, whoa, man, that's some pretty high praise, you know. And and it's because he sees this guy every day. He works with this guy every day, and Jackson, it's just a hell of a job by the scouting department to to recognize such a strange unique player coming from kind of an obscure team. Uh, it's just, it's, it's fabulous. Nine but, games. I mean, nine games. Yeah. That's all they said. Nine games. That's <laughs> all I needed. Uh, but speaking of strikers and uh, one that is an enfant terrible, uh, that would be Romelu Lukaku, who is going to, <laughs> this is surprising. He's going to Jose Mourinho's Roma. Yeah. What do we think about this other than thank the Lord? He kills it and somebody comes in and pays a bunch of money for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's all I can say. Have fun. Um, 
you know, just it's it's funny because it's not funny, but it's kind of tragic. But he can go to Roma because another Chelsea striker did his knee and done for the year. Yeah, they don't have any options. So, you know, I I don't know. It's just hey, fair play, get him out, get him gone. Get you know, say Lavi. I, I I just don't want to talk about this this user anymore. He's just not worth my time or my breath. He really isn't, and I'm I'm just ashamed of him, honestly. Just just the most unprofessional, probably athlete in the world. I mean, him and James Harden, mm-hmm. probably the two most unprofessional people in sports, and. It's just he's just a sh- he's just a shameful, shameful professional. And he's I, a schmuck. He's, he's a just, schmuck. He's just a boob. And I'm just like I'm so glad that we finally found someone that would take him because my I mean that is it that was a cloud hanging over Cobham. I'm sure he was just walking around and everybody's like this motherfucker really. Um, so no, it's it's a good thing. It's a Addition by subtraction, just like Ziyech. Um, speaking of addition by subtraction, because I'm the king of transitions, shallow butt cheeks. 3-1 Byron winners today. Harry Kane, two goals. Thomas Tuchel wants shallow butt cheeks to go to Bayern Munich. They want a loan. We want a sale. What do you think, my man? Get him gone. Yeah. Uh, again, good player, not good enough for Chelsea. Not good enough for Chelsea. Just not at all. I uh, every time he's on the ball, it's a question mark. You know, you see guys like Desassi, you see guys like Colwell. When they have the ball, I don't even think about it. I'm already looking at where they're going to be passing next because I know they're good on the ball. But obviously, Thiago Silva, best ever on the ball. Like these guys, these guys, it's never a concern for me. I'm never like, oh, shit, he just got the ball. It's going to be an issue. With Chalaba, it's always a question mark. It's always a problem. It's always, is he going to lose this ball for us and, 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 and maybe have us get scored on? So it's just it's simply a player that I don't trust. I don't trust him as far as I can throw him, and he's a big guy, so I can't really throw him. Uh, at, adios, amigo. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm not crying at all about that. Um, you got to get rid of the pit players that just are not good enough, and he is not. He is one of them. Let's get him out the door. Um, let's bring in whoever we're going to bring in and close the window and and get the business because I think this this team is is going to progressively get better through the year. Um, and we're going to see some great things um, from them, and we can look back and just mud all the people who said oh chelsea's in the chelsea's not going to be doing nothing this year well chelsea is going to do something this year absolutely and y'all y'all are not going to want to play us i can tell you that right now um there's this other one i want to talk about real quick sanchez why are people shitting on our goalie i think he's um, a good player because of the west ham game which i don't see anything being his fault uh, no, it wasn't. 
Um, that, that's DeSassi, that's Connor Gallagher, that's Caicedo. Those, those guys are responsible for those goals. Yeah, I, again, um, I don't know. And he is a very good keeper. He's tall. He's physical. He comes for the ball. He's commanding in the box. He's very good with his feet. Yeah. Okay, he's not the name you wanted. He didn't cost you $70 million. And... Again, I watched Mag- Magnon play yesterday, and he is not anything worth $70 million pounds. Not even close. Not even close. So. Bro, uh, I watched Andre Onana this morning. Yeah. He played like shit. Like, <laughs> just because someone is a name and has a price tag, it doesn't mean that he's actually good. I mean, Kepa, shit, dude. Kepa yeah. was okay, but he cost more than most players cost. I mean, like, right. you guys, the people that are making these decisions, it is their job to make these decisions. And they looked at Robert Sanchez and they said, oh, this guy's really good in the box. Oh, he's going to he's gonna win everything in the air, which is something that Kepa struggles dramatically on because he's six inches shorter than Sanchez. Sanchez wins everything in the air. He's huge, and it, yes. this, the, it, it is the one thing that, from a goalkeeper perspective, a position that everybody knows I don't like, but it's the one thing that we were really missing is that aerial presence, and he is excellent at it. So, I, again, this fan base is so weird and disingenuous and just it, it, random, random targets that they pick out and say, oh, I don't like this guy. I don't like this guy. It's like, okay, Jabroni, okay. I, I do have a state statement to make. Go ahead. I I, I made the uh, uh, statement that West Ham were better without De- Declan Rice because they brought in Edison Alvarez, who is an actual DM. Mm. Rice is not. So I said they were better with Edison Alvarez, and I got, oh, you just don't do great Declan Rice. Well, guess what? West Ham is better with Edison Alvarez in the team than Declan Rice. Because Edison Alvarez is not a glory hound trying to say it's all about me. He plays his role, which is defensive midfielder, and lets the team play. That's why I wanted him, man. That's why I wanted Edison Alvarez. Uh, well, that this this overrating of fucking Declan Rice has got to stop. Yeah. First of all, he's not a defensive midfielder. He doesn't want to be. <laughs> he doesn't want to be. He wants to be in a box box mid. Yeah, he wants, dude. He wants to be Frank Lampard. I mean, that's this this call space. Yeah, every, everybody wants to be came, Frank Lampard. Every midfielder that came through our academy wants to be Frank Lampard. Problem is, none of them are. It's impossible. There's only one Frank Lampard. So, He's a terrible coach, by the way. Terrible coach. Great, great <laughs> midfielder. Great midfielder. But yeah, man. I, you know, for me, West Ham just. Fleeced fucking Arsenal. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. They're because, on it. You know, they, they basically played Thomas Partey at right back so he can move into the midfield and play defensive midfield. Oh, That's Pep's... Uh, Arteta's doing that, that box midfield shit again? Yes. Oh, are you... Okay. Okay. Yeah, Thanks yeah, so- they're, they're going to do it. Until the one time John Stones loses the ball and there's no right back. It's like, okay, guys, okay. You, 
th- this is just a this is a gimmick. This is such a gimmick. Arteta, of course he's copying Pep Guardiola. Of course he is. He can't think for himself. Okay. Well, the thing is, is they just let their left back go, Tierney, to associate that. Yeah. So, so they don't have, you know who they have for left back? Zinchenko. Yeah. Their next depth? The politician. This is, a, is a center back. Yeah. It's like, what? And I'm supposed to be, be worried about this team? Hell to the no-no. Yeah. I, again, I think people are going to really find out who the good teams are and who the real bad teams are. And I think people are going to be um, surprised this year. Um, Brighton got hit handled, handed to them the other day, too. Oh, did they? Oh, the great Brighton team. Yeah, West Ham handed it to them. Okay. Okay. 3-1. Oh, the, the mighty Brighton. Yeah, I mean, they, they handled them. You know, you just you hate to see bad things happening to good people, you know. And Mike, uh, Michaela Antonio scored almost the exact same goal he scored against us. Oh yeah, okay. So it was it was almost night and day. It was the, almost a similar game. I mean, Brighton controlled, had all the possession, and the three times that that uh, they went forward, they scored. Bowen had a hell of a goal. Gerard Bowen. So, you know, people are, just need to, it's early in the year, calm down, let the team gel, come together. And after Nkunku gets back and gets integrated back into the team, you will see what this team's all about. And you're not going to want to, if you're not a Chelsea fan, you're not going to want to see. It's going to be a nightmare. I want to, I want to address something as well. Sure. Um Brighton fans saying, oh, we won the war because you, you sold us all this money. You sent us all this money. Yeah, you lost a player, dickhead. You're not going to replace him. You're not going to replace Caicedo. You're not going to replace McAllister, who's okay. And when Matoma leaves, you're not going to be able to replace him either. But oh, 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 oh but, but, but you won the war. You won the war because you got the money. Yeah. With the exception of Adam Hazard, who we eventually got for like, I think oh, we got like $160 million for him in total. With the exception of him, I don't think that a big transfer in the Premier League... Let me think. I don't think that the person that lost the player wins the transaction. Because you lost the player. I'm not talking about like Harry Maguire and, and Man United. I'm talking about big players, big money transfers. Okay? If, if Man United sells Maguire, they'll be better. But for the most part, if you lose the player, it means you lost the transaction. Because you've got money, congratulations. But does that replace the player? Often, it does not. So, Brighton, you didn't win shit. Your team is way worse than it was last year. So, there you go, man. And then the last thing, because this is this is pertinent to everybody, not just Liverpool, but it seems as though Mo Salah may have just played his last game for Liverpool. And my question to you is, has this all of a sudden become real? That 
Saudi could poach top players. Mosala is one of the best players in the decade for the Premier League. He's been unbelievable for them. He's 31, probably not as good as he was in 2019, but still a really good player. Is this is this a problem? Is this all of a sudden be going to become a problem for the Premier League? No. And I'm going to tell you a story about when I was young. Okay. Uh, uh, my dad was uh, worked for uh, was the general manager of a construction company, mm. and so we went up to his office, which was on a job site, and he had his you know makeshift desk there because they were finishing a project. And he had written above his desk, uh, "Money talks and bullshit walks." And that's all it is: money talks and bullshit walks. You pay somebody, you show up with a bag of money. A lot of people's heads will turn because they have a finite amount of years to play this sport and to make enough money to never have to work again. And if somebody's offering offering you the opportunity to do that in five years, to have enough money, not only to take care of you and your wife and your children, but your children's children, for, for decades to come, then you have to do it. Interesting. Because money talks and bullshit walks. Right, but is this a problem for the Premier League? Do you see more top talents leaving? No. I think it'll be an initial, hey, I'm getting this bag, and then everybody will get tired of it because they're not in Europe. They're, they're not. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad football. I mean, let's be very clear. These guys are doing it for the money, and they're doing it because it's a job. This is not a football decision. No, that's correct. It is a money decision. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm thrilled that we, we got to use Saudi for some of our dead weight, but I also don't want that. <laughs> oh, man. I also don't want them in three years coming for Enzo Fernandez because that means we're going to have to pay him a lot more. And, uh, I, God, I want him I want him to be a 10-year player for this team because he's so wonderful. Um, so, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to keep one eye open on all of our players and just say, hmm, yeah, is anybody they, susceptible to this? They're talking about going into uh, wanting to get into the Champions League, the uh, – the Saudi clubs, the Saudi league. Well, to do that, they have to comply with UEFA FFP. So, yeah, and I, I don't see a lot of TV deals paying them an exorbitant amount of money that can cover all of their expenses. Right. I mean, they, yeah, they would fail the UEFA FFP. Yeah. So, hey, Jared, maybe they're getting it all done now. So, you know what I mean? like So that the FFP guys can't retroactively punish them. You know, they're like, oh, well, I mean, now this year we only spent 50 million. Last year we spent a billion, you know, but you can't you can't touch us for that. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, I think they'll make exceptions for that because there'll be too too many big, big countries with big money people saying, you know, this ain't going to happen. You know, yeah. how it, you know how it is. Yeah, I still think. Premierly will always be the premier destination. I think it's the best thing in the world. It's only getting better. So I'm not concerned. Just stay the fuck away from the players that I like, <laughs> and we'll be fine. Um, okay. I mean, any any final thoughts for you? I think that um, I think that it was any good performance. Uh, I I like cut balls that actually reach the man. 
You know, in the last two years, in particular under Tuchel, we crossed the ball a lot, and we didn't connect a lot on those crosses. But this season, our crosses, a lot of which are on the ground, they seem to be connecting more with players. I'm sure that that's an emphasis. And uh, for that, I, I, I like it. Uh, I, I'm increasingly liking to Sassy more. Um, he's, he's very strong. Uh, he, he throws people off the ball, which is great. Um, kind of, I love an old school defender and then, yeah, just need to get Romeo Lavia up to speed, get Mudrick healthy again. And, uh, I think we might actually go on a run. We don't, I mean, the teams that we play, they're all good, but they're, they're lower teams, um, for the next, I think four or five Premier League games. So no excuses. We should be expecting to win. Um, that has to be the mentality. So that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, you're spot on here. I think we're building something great. People just need to be a little bit patient and uh, keep <laughs> stupid opinions to themselves. I know that's hard, but neither one of those things it, is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to say it though, right? Oh my God! This this fan base stinks. You yeah. all stink. Oh, smells like Bigfoot dick. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is that? That's a uh, Anchorman. Okay, Anchorman. That's Anchorman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, you jabroni. Well, this was a good episode. I will send this to Sadiq right now, so they have no excuses and they have to post it. Um, thank you, as always, for being a reliable podcast partner who is not difficult thank you jared you're very welcome i appreciate you having me again i i, I only came for jessica this time i do have to admit that i i don't know she she bailed just like that ball bailed i mean, I, I don't know what to tell you i don't uh, know what's happened to your pool man uh, these frauds they're all frauds <laughs> <laughs> all right well let's this has been the London. Oh shit! <laughs> London is calling. Was my former podcast with Paul. <laughs> this has been the worldwide chills. Thank.